Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shops Backstage Pass. What's up? It's Metal Shops. Year-end celebration, baby. You know what my year uh, consists of? God, do I want to know? No, you don't. You're in a weird mood right now. I am in a weird mood, but here, how about this? A group uh, decision. 2018, more podcasting. Yes, it's been a rough okay. year for us. I mean, like, we did a lot more interviews this year than we did last year. It's so that's, true. That's, that was a lot of our content, weekly content. Mm-hmm. But not everybody gives a shit about interviews, man. Sometimes they're like, man, I just want to tune in and tune out, bro. You can't, you just like, uh, talk some about some or some well, it's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, in case you're uh, you're just tuning in, and I want to give a special shout-out to a couple of rad dudes, uh, uh, twins, actually, from Arizona that I met oh. down at For the Children. Uh, literally, I saw them subscribe to our podcast right in front of me as we smoked oh. a cigarette together, so <laughs> I actually forgot their names, but I do know that they're twins, and they're under 21 because they were bummed out they couldn't go oh. see Blood for Blood, but uh, shout-out to you guys. <laughs> what up, 20 twin twins? Tweet at us, remind us what your name is and the band that you play in, and uh, we'll play your... But thanks for subscribing yeah. to Metal Shops Backstage Pass. Yeah. 2017's what? about it to be over. When you're listening to this, it'll be 2018. Is yeah. the world over? Who knows? Yeah, well, we're, we're on a highway to hell. Oh, yeah, by the way, my name is Ian. That's Kevin Deers. Hi. And uh, Mr. Ryan the Beard. Yo. Ryan fresh. the Beard, fresh from New York City. <laughs> oh, he's not. He's far from fresh, but I, he's back. I am not fresh. He's I am, crusty. <laughs> I'm very crusty and charbroiled and... Uh, my thighs are bleeding that's, and chafed. God, that's so gross. We were joking about Kevin gave Ryan some uh, lotion for Perfect. his thighs because he's got chafed thighs. Because what? Because you said it was cold, or is it just because you're a little fat like me and your legs rub, rub together when you walk? It was ten degrees outside. It's cold as hell, and it only affected your fucking <laughs> cold. It got my thighs, my sides, and the backs of my arms. I am so, uh, frozen. Ke- uh, Ryan has Kevin's cream on his thighs right now. I do. Creamy, see-through cream. That's gross so yeah uh, i mean we won't dwell on it too long sorry our uh, podcast channel has been a little boring for the last few months but we're gonna try and kick it off right now we're gonna go through metal shops top 30 records of the year kind of just share some anecdotes and why and how as if anybody will care (laughs) first can uh can ryan kind of tell us about his last week and like you've been gone in new york city for the last dillinger escape plan shows ever give us a little bit of rundown you went and saw mike Patton singing for dep Uh mike Patton singing for dillinger escape plan on the first night uh skipped the second night and then i went to the final (laughs) show ever some dude jumped from the third story in terminal five in new york city uh right into the mosh pit it was it was pretty brutal did Um, he break someone nobody did anybody catch him uh yeah he got caught he was fine no, okay. Man, was everyone else good. fine? I do not know. I don't believe so. <laughs> it was, was pretty gnarly. Was it a big, big dude? It, it was. Eh, it kind of looked like a scrawny little kid. Oh, okay. Fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But so, yeah, you went to New. How long were you there for? How many days were you in New York City? I was there, there for. Uh, let's see. I was there for six days. Cool. 
Yeah, Giant. it was. It was. I feel like I barely even scratched the surface of doing all the things oh, that dude. I wanted. You spent to do. Christmas in New York yeah, City, absolutely. though, right? Yeah, Christmas in New York City. It Did, was. It, was it snowy over there? No, no snow. Just, just hella just cold. Cold as. Ah. It was so freaking cold outside. Uh, let's see. We went to the Museum of Natural History. We went to the Art Museum. Yeah, both were awesome. Uh, went and checked out Central Park. I got to go to the Jacqueline Hyde Club. It's my favorite spot to go to in New York City. It's kind of a it's kind of a weird Adams Family looking bar. Is that in Manhattan or like where is that? It's in uh it's in Lower Manhattan. Lower. Okay, so yeah, down yeah. by like the Statue of Liberty down there in the lower. Yeah, group, yeah, kind of. Yeah, okay. kind of in that area. It's it's lots of fun. Um, guy came over to the table with a stuffed cat, and my girlfriend <laughs> made out with the cat. It was oh. cool. And then I realized uh, there was a $3 entertainment charge on the menu, so <laughs> technically I paid 3 bucks to get <laughs> by a stuffed cat. Wow. <clears throat> Impressive, great. yeah. So yeah. that You're was such nice. a Ryan. God. Yeah. Fun times. Goddamn liberal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a weird year. Notable moment. I was walking out of the venue after the first night, tried to wait for a friend outside, and uh, the, the security guards in New York City are no f***ing joke. Yeah. They do not screw around. Oh, no, yeah, totally, because they got real things to worry yeah. about. So this... This big female security guard standing out front, and uh, she was just shooing everybody away from the front door. And she's like, honey, you got to move along. And I was like, hey, I'm just waiting for my friend. He'll be out in a second. And she goes, "Oh, sweetie, I get where you're coming from, but you got to move along or I'm going to beat that ass. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. That's <laughs> I awesome. Moved, I moved pretty quick. I was going to say. That's a terrifying thing to hear come out of a person's mouth, you especially just with like, your such pants a friendly down. inflection. Yeah. Oh, oh, darling, you better get the out of here otherwise i'm gonna kick the out of you well my buddy cowdy kind of upped it a little bit he was staying in a hotel right across the street from the scientology church and so as he's walking down the street one of the people came and asked him if he wanted to get his reading done and he just went yeah sure and he dropped trowel (laughs) (laughs) check out d's the poor person was just like what are you doing he just said we're doing this test are we getting an inspection or what what? what's going on come on bring it on Just cup them, cup them. I mean, you can get arrested for that kind of shit, man. You got to be careful with that. Well, I mean, he's it's... trying to get STI test. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, right there on the. Yeah, that's a New York uh, thing to do, definitely. Yeah. So that that did, was a lot of fun. Did you get hit by any cars? I know it's it's ruthless out there. Like that's the one thing in New York they don't give a f- dude. If you're jaywalking, you will get hit by a car. Oh yeah, uh, didn't get hit by any cars. Let's see, we checked out the World Trade Center Memorial. I hadn't seen that yet, and. It's kind of one of those things that you don't necessarily want to do, mm, but you kind of feel like you have to do. I mean, it's also close to a lot of stuff. So it was. So we checked that out, and it was it was very sobering, kind of somber. And it's finished now, right? Oh yeah, it's it was it was a very powerful experience. And then we tried to go to the museum. Museum line was too long, so we just went down this escalator, and all of a sudden we found ourselves in this shopping mall that looked like it was something out of Blade Runner. Weird. And so cyberpunk, yo. It's just kind of a bizarre thing, and I felt like that those kinds of situations were happening everywhere we went, where you're just thrust into a different scenario than you thought you were going to be in. Just oh, yeah. kind of like constant adapting to whatever was in front of you. You obviously saw Times Square, yeah? Yep. You walked lots, through that? Lots of Times Square. So Times let's Square let's cool. get down to the real issue, Ryan. Tell me about your pizza experience in New York. Okay. Because that's, that's what I'm really curious about. Best pizza I found, artichoke. Okay. All right. It was down down a little bit south. Amazing, amazing pizza. So it's an Alfredo cream sauce. And the place is called Artichoke? Called Artichoke. Okay. okay. Alfredo cream sauce with spinach and Artichoke hearts with extra mozzarella and Parmesan cheese. (sighs) That sounds good. And the sauce bakes into the dough so it like fuses oh. with the dough so everything's held together that so each awesome. bite nothing like slides off the slice it was really next level pizza uh ate my body weight and cheesecake 
Got okay, that done. Yeah, that sounds about right. Katz's Deli? Uh, Katz's Deli, I wasn't doable. It's like the line was around the block. And oh. I talked to a buddy of mine who used to live in New York. He's 50 now, grew up in very Jewish community in New York. And he said, hey, if you want to go to a real New York Jewish deli, you got to go check out Russ and Daughters. Okay. That's the place to go to. He said, that's that's where it's at. So we went and tried for that and hour-long wait. Damn. So, Katz's I, is the Seinfeld one, right? No, uh, the Seinfeld one was Tom's Restaurant. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Did check you go that, there? I checked that out. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I got a picture in front of uh, Tom's Restaurant. Yeah, the that. food was f***ing garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. But it was cool to check out, you know. It's neat to see. It's right like, on, uh, man. Sometimes you got to go to, you know, Tweeds. Yeah. You know, tried, to go to to Mar- tried to go to Marvel headquarters. We looked it up on Google. <laughs> and we showed up, and uh, it was just the offices and no Zim or anything. And so we got a selfie with a security guard. He, he was very nice. <laughs> yeah, that looks hilarious. He, he was very friendly. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and said, then he yeah, goes, yo, you got to move along, honey. Otherwise, I'm going to beat that ass. <laughs> well, he, he said this happens all the time. He's like, yeah, they really got to fix that goddamn website. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's cool about it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, cool. Well, well, welcome back, brother. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back to hell. Glad we made. Glad you uh, made it back uh, for the top thirty episode. We're uh, yeah. we're not going to be playing the music uh, specifically of all these artists, no, but it would just take too long. We're going to be going through, kind of uh, just mentioning the band, talking about the records a little bit. And uh, last year we upped the top twenty list to top thirty because there were so many yeah. goddamn great records. It's just hard to do the, that uh, whittling down of all the records, and I feel bad because every year there's always something left out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and every now year. and that our show is four. Four hours long, we actually have enough time to fit 30 records in it. So, uh, oh, I think Ryan just went down. To, he just ordered a growler of ginger beer. Ah, th- that's exciting. a growler. I'm gonna have a little bit of that ginger beer. Oh, you know, it's going down. It's going down. It's good for your, your guts if you got the bubble guts, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I know what you're saying. Bubble up, bubble, 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 bubble. Well, uh, let's let's just put a pause on this. Wait till he gets back. Sure, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. And yeah. we got ginger beer. We Rachel's ginger beer. Time traveled. Ryan. Proud the- sponsor of Metal Shop. <laughs> God. <laughs> I wish. They can pay they can pay us in ginger beer. Ooh, that's gingery. They basically do at this radio station anyway. Ooh, it's so gingery. So I'm gonna try- <laughs> hmm. If we could get the ginger you beer pucker. hookup, I'd be so stoked on that. Oh my god, that is fing fantastic. Isn't that Makes good? You pucker. Dude, that's Motherfucker. so good. Think about that with a little bit of gin. Wow. You right? just, Isn't that great? You, Ryan, you just altered my altar. It is expensive, though. You just desecrated my shrine. It ain't cheap. Yeah. How much, how much was that? That uh, little like uh, growler there. It's like because it's like a half. Growler. I'm gonna guess okay. like 15. Oh, it's uh, it's 32, 32 ounces for uh, 15 bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's not too that's bad. Right. Yeah. Because one of those regular is like seven dollars for like one of the ones that you right. actually buy at the Man, store. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about this. We need the top 30 records, dude. J- the gin, though. Now I want. Oh, you goddamn son of a bitch! All right, All right. number 30. Should I do it? I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch. Number 30 is King Woman. King Woman out of San Francisco, California. San Francisco. Her name is Christina Esfendiari. They are uh, pretty doomy, pretty post-metally, shoegazy, pretty pretty <coughs> pretty. Good music. Uh, a little bit different than uh, the typical metal shop uh, realm, but well, we yeah. played it a lot. It's on not Pantera. Yeah. Dub sack, and uh, it's good stuff. It's actually their first full-length record called Created in the Image of Suffering, and it was released on Relapse Records. Wow. Relapse, so, doing yeah. things. Number 30, King Woman. Number 29. Honestly, like, Ryan, we were talking about, we were like, yo, we got to toss the beard to Bone and do Toss Iron Monkey on there. We knew you were well, you stoked have on that record. It's our first record in 19 years. And it bangs. 
It's a freaking good record. Does it bang ass? It ba- <laughs> it bangs mad What's up, ass. K-10? Yo. It bangs. It bangs. Yeah. So, so the they're record- also on Relapse Records. It's called Nine Thirteen. Is that record? Iron Monkey. Check that one out. And then going from Iron to Iron, number twenty-eight. Honestly, this is the only local band we have on this list. But no, uh, it's they- not. It's not. No, no. Don't don't give it away. Oh, see now I'm trying to look through. Really, am I tripping? I'm tripping. In the it, 10, there's, 10 there's, mark. There's three, technically. Oh, that's... Cr- oh. You know what? Who gives a shit? Number, uh, number 28 is Old Iron. I was actually out uh, super sick when these guys came up. I was real oh, bummed. Yeah. Our buddy Jared, uh, who owns the tattoo shop Rabbit Hands over in Ballard, plays in this band. It's so good, dude. This iron, Old Iron record is a banger. Jesse's also a tattoo artist. Uh, Jesse from this band, he owns uh, Dark Age Tattoo up on oh, Capitol Hill. Yeah, totally. And he also plays in a band called Sandrider. Oh, cool. Uh, this record came out on Good to Die Records. It's called Lupus Metalorum, and it's their second record. It's heavy, and it's it's awesome. So that's rounding out. The first three on that list are super heavy. Uh, this is this next one, 27. This is the band that you saw kids getting wrecked at Warp Tour 2 or what no that was that was knocked loose. <laughs> that was knocked loose. Yeah. You're thinking no. of knocked loose. Man. Yeah. Well, but this is way, Ryan. Ryan turned us on to this one. We probably wouldn't have gotten too, in, too into this uh if it wasn't for Ryan. He he declared this like his beard pick a, a couple times this year, I think. So. Yeah, this is a this is a band from Quebec. It's Quebec. Quebec. Quebec is French Canadians. Yeah, so we're we're heading up to the Great White North. This band is freaking awesome. Uh, they just put out this album called Infinite Punishment, and it's a banger all the way. Did through. you say who it was? What is the yeah. band? Who is get it? The shot. Get all the right. shot. Get the shot. Get the freaking shot. We were talking about what does that band name mean? Like, get your okay. Get means, the shot. <laughs> it means take your shot, you pansy. What is it? Yo, Kobe. No, is it booze? Yo, I'm about to have sex with this hooker. Get the shot. Get the shot. Excellent. How hard can it be? Excellent, excellent God tier crossover. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend this record. God tier. Wow. God tier crossover. Bringing it in. <clears throat> 26. I saw them this year uh, at that Return to Roots tour with Full of Hell, and uh, they, they brought it, man. From Yonkers, New York, Immolation, some old school death metal. Their first record in four years. Uh, these guys are. I believe is it Nuclear Blast? I yes, see here. yep, correct. It's either Nuclear Blast or uh, yep, uh, Nuclear Blast. Yes, correct. And the record's called Atonement, the first record in four years. Like I said, <laughs> uh, good <laughs> man, just just heavy old school death metal. Now we're going over to Bergen, Norway, to uh, number twenty four, Enslaved, coming back this year. They've been around since nineteen ninety one. Super, super good man, and they really like. Uh, I wouldn't say they stepped it up, but they definitely maintained like a really. Uh, not predictable, but consistent quality records. They're heavy. They're diverse. They have like you know their quiet, weird moments. They're super progressive. Yeah, exactly. like like progressive black metal almost. I'm gonna say I've said it a couple times here on Metal Shop, but I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna say it again. They're the Pink Floyd of black metal. <laughs> they're just keeping it weird, and they are just progressively. Uh, they're they're not like you know, kind of like softening it all. They're just getting yeah. weirder. I mean, it's and like, I like when, it when we interviewed carcass a couple years back and we were talking to them about like their first few records and about how they've like made a, um, kind of the same journey, you know? And he said, well, you can only play the most brutal shit of all time for so long until you want to start, you know, becoming more talented as a musician and creating compositions. So sorry, that was number 25. So that's the record E by enslaved. Check that one out too. All right. And oh, yeah, okay. See now I'm okay. I see the local bands now. I'm dude. Life is too hard for me right now. I don't know what's going on. Sp- sort of local. These guys are from Olympia and uh, they are organic farmers known as wolves in the throne room. Very Olympia. 
Yes, uh, their first record in three years as well. Their first on their own <laughs> record label. Uh, they used to be on Southern Lord, and now they're they start formed the label Artemisia Records. Artemisia. Wolves in the Throne Room. Sounds also, like some mineral water. Kind of on that weird black metal tip, but more of the like post rock shoegaze, like pretty experimental stuff. Cascadian black metal, as your uh, your friend would would say. Oh, Simon loves that band. Simon is not Simon. a big Wolves in the Throne Room <laughs> fan, but hey, he loves it, dude. What are you talking about? He loves that band. So, but didn't you see this band once perform in a room that was only lit by like a million candles? Candles, yeah. sage, and uh, yeah, it was that's awesome. an incense. It was good times, man. It's a very Cascadian move. Number twenty three, Ryan Converge, the Dusk in Us. This is the one, two, three, four, five, six. This is the ninth studio album from the East Coast. <laughs> I like that from the East Coast Swingers and uh, Swingers. It's a Swing. banger. You don't know about their sex history. Hey, you know they're. Uh, I, I get they're off. Go oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Bannon's back at it. Oh God. But Yo. yeah, Converge, dude. They're they're kill- killing it, and uh, they That's- just consistently put out red. That show is uh, sold out already. Yeah, Converge, Sumac, and... I've already had people hit me up going, yo, what about that? You're yo, like, sorry, bud. Can you hook me up? Oh, January yo. 20th. Uh, oh, yeah, that's coming up pretty soon here, too. That's going to be one of the first like big shows of the year. That's cool. Number 22, Memoriam. Uh, I got a lot of respect for these dudes. It's basically Bolt Thrower, the band Bolt Thrower. They're out of Birmingham, England. Yeah, it's members of Bolt Thrower and Benediction. So their drummer, I think it was either earlier this year or late last year, their drummer Martin uh, Kearns died, and they picked up the guy for Benediction, and they started a new band. And so I think it's really like respectable because a band like Bolt Thrower is very—they've been around forever, you know. So like the name, the whatever you want to call the branding, marketing, or whatever, the name power of Bolt Thrower is very big and established, you know, because they've been working their asses off for years. But instead of, like, just hiring a new drummer and continuing on, they started a new band, and it's called Memoriam, and that's number 22 on our list uh, for The Fallen. It's uh, it's really good, man. It's a uh, really, really good full-length, a, a great, like, uh, first record to put out. They put out a couple of demos and some singles, but 2017 was a good year for that band, so check that out. They could have easily just, like, continued on with Bolt Thrower and just rested on their laurels and just kind of kept that going, but like you said, you know, it's awesome to see that they actually started a new project, and and uh, according to an interview, uh, Carl actually said that it's a, a tribute to him, so that yeah, band is a tribute yeah. to him, and the band is called Memoriam, which which is awesome. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, and and then at 21, we have a band by the name of Mirker. Mirker. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, one Mirker. female project, and uh, she she plays her she actually played her debut show in uh, July 4th, 2015. Oh. In uh, a Danish festival, she is from New York City, but she's in uh, Denmark now, and uh, she's kind of black metal, kind of atmospheric, kind of shoegaze, kind of uh, just yeah. all it- over the place, and she actually put out a record uh, a couple years back. It's a live record, or I'm sorry, it's in 2016. It's a live record, and it's all vocals. And it's all like, like, uh, uh, like folk acapella? instruments, uh, acapella and folk uh, instruments, and it's cool. just beautiful music. It's not metal at all, but this new one, it's definitely it's got some black heaviness. metal. Hell yeah! Apparently, Mirkur is Icelandic for darkness, and uh, Mirkur is actually going to be coming to town with Wolves in the Throne Room, oh. uh, and Chemist and Enslaved on the Decibel Tour. So that's number twenty-one is Mirkur. Mirkur, bring it up to number twenty, Origin. Yeah. The Mighty Bashers are back. They put out a new album called Unparalleled Universe this year. and Good. Good it's stuff. It's a ripper. So that's number 20 from Topeka, Kansas. And then New York later. So 
Good job to Origin. Definitely some good technical brutality. Uh, unparalleled universe number 20 on Metal Shop's top 30 of the year. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> look. And let's just strip the in. Let's strip the front off. I, Ryan wasn't a big fan of this next record, but they did a lot of cool stuff. We played a lot of it, especially that song that they did with Jeff Loomis, Scale the Summit, coming in at number 19 uh, with a record in a world of fear. And this was a uh, a crowdfunded record, I believe. Oh, okay, cool. So uh, Scale the Summit, they are instrumental, they're progressive, and uh, it's just weird, all all uh, over-the-place metal, very shred-tastic. Ryan, why weren't you into it? Yeah. It just didn't hit me. I mean, I, I, I like everything else this band has done, sure. but this this record just didn't do it for me, you know, and uh, I it's not to say I don't like the band, you know, I mean... I, mean, I have they definitely of, they softened up just a little bit. There's there. there's a lot of bands that I like a lot that have one or two records that I just don't dig. And I think this might just be the one record by that band that I end up not liking. You know, it doesn't mean I'm not going to check out the next one and I mean it, it definitely had a couple songs on there that were worthwhile. Well, they've been put out a, they've been putting out a new record every 2 years for the last 10 years. So, you, you know, you might be able to take a stab at it at one point. I guess this record at one point hit number one on the U.S. Billboard heat charts. Woo! And then total, it hit number uh, number 98 on the Billboard Top 200. So, uh, I, you know, I, I'm kind of curious not to go, like, get too sidetracked. How much of the Billboard 200 is comprised of metal now? When those are the bands that are still actually selling physical discs and stuff like that. Hmm. There's a lot more metal on the Billboard that's Top true, 200 yeah, lately. Because fans are actually still buying music. Yeah, they're like it's like the one group of fans that still buy it. So that's cool. Let's take it over. It's like the Grammys. No one gives a From Long Island, New York, coming in at number 18, Suffocation. Suffocation. The fir- one of the first like bands to really pioneer that brutal, brutal technical death metal sound. Their first record in four years. It's called Of the Dark Light. They're on Nuclear Blast. Uh, got to see them, I think, three times yeah, this year. Say, at least twice. And uh, one of them was with Frank Mullen yeah. on vocals, Surprise. surprisingly. Uh, he does record on all the records, and he plays a handful of shows, but he's got a full-time job. He's got kids. He's got to you know, be responsible. So Yo, I got a light. He played uh, a few shows this year, and one of them happened to be at Studio 7, and he was badass. It was cool. Mm. Heading now, back Ginger up, beer. Heading back over to French Canada uh, from Toronto, a really cool band that is back, baby, for after, what, I don't know, 10 years, 10 plus years after what? It's got to be. Suffer Survive was t- 11 what? years or so. 2001? 2002? No, that was. It was like 2004. Yeah, 2004, 2005-ish. Uh, no warnings back. It's no Suffer Survive. No, no. They kind of, they brought it back, record. dude. Yeah, they definitely went hard again. The, the That whole Suffer Survive, like, period, I love it personally, but uh, it's just a weird time for that band. And they took, like, uh, yeah, a little over 10 years off. But, uh, yeah, from Toronto, no warning at number 17 on our list, Torture Culture. This record is heavy. Dude, it's, it's, it's like heavy parts, and then there's a jams that sound like Alice in Chains. Yeah. Uh, there's just, like, it's groovy, it's experimental, it's crossover as uh, it's just a great record. They try weird things on it, and uh, without che- being too cheesy, like that Suffer Survive record, is as cool as it can be at times, yeah. it's a little cheesy. It's tongue It's a little commercial. Yeah. Uh, but this record is, is it's just rad. It's, it's a good, like, there's songs that are just sound like good rock and roll jams, it's hardcore songs. F***ing good, man. Yeah, go check it out. No warning. Get into it. Number 16. Dude, have you guys noticed how many bands from, like, the upper northeast we have on this list? Lots yeah, of French Canadian, a I was ton just of New York. That. 
And again, I, I don't know if they claim like New York City or Jersey. I know there's a lot of New York in there. Oh, they claim Jersey. Okay, the Jersey boys. The Jersey boys. O- boys. Overkill, 16, number 16. I'm going to for a Jersey white boy. <laughs> uh, the Grinding Wheel, that band is another one that they've been holding it down for over 30 years, consistently putting out super, super, super f***ing good records. I mean, like, the thrash genre is a little difficult because, like, how many times can you reinvent the wheel? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they still find ways to, like, make creative new riffs patterns and, like, their songs are getting longer, which I think is interesting. Which I, is cool. Yeah. So what was that, that? That song that we've been playing is, like, six and a half minutes or something like that. But Overkill. And Bobby Blitz, dude, looks like he's f***ing jacked. <laughs> that guy, he's old as he looks like the Crypt Keeper, but dude, he's like in such good shape. Well, they, they take care of themselves. And the, the one thing I will say that for this band is, that really impresses me about them, their records keep getting, uh, they keep changing things a little bit. They keep re, they keep um, innovating. But at the same time, every Overkill record, it sounds like a f***ing Overkill record. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like obituaries. Like as soon as they start playing, you're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Exactly, exactly. So they, they keep their identity while keeping things fresh, which I feel like is a very hard line to balance on. So It's hard line. Props to Overkill. Let's see. Coming in next, uh, the uh, speaking of Obituary, uh, the the one record type name that we just made fun of all year, Obituary with Obituary. Yeah, they decided, hey, we're into <laughs> it for like, we've been doing it for like 20 some odd years. What do you want to call it? Uh, self-titled. <laughs> Tight, yeah. But, but it's very Obituary, very riff oriented, definitely like just grooving, headbanging songs. One of those bands that like, you put this record on as a test to see who in the room is like into heavy stuff. Because if you put that on, you can't not headbang to that. At least just a little bit, you know what I mean? Straight up Floridian sweatpants wearing death metal. Fucking <laughs> awesome. Neck bearded motherfuckers. All right, number 14. Our boys in the Cavalera Conspiracy. <sighs> this was a late entrance, man. This was such a scorcher. I haven't been able to stop uh, pl- playing this on my Spotify. I got the CD at my house. Cavalera Conspiracy, dude. They are coming back with I the love fire. That, They're so good, dude. They're just like, hey, you know what? If we can't have the Sepultura name, we're just going to basically be old school Sepultura. No, it's like not just that, but we're going to blow the other Sepultura out of the water so the new cavalera conspiracy is called psychosis it's on uh i believe napalm records uh their new record label so uh cavalera dude cavalera's keeping it real and this record seriously you might be a little te- uh be like oh man i'm not really into Soulfly. check this record out if you're a fan of old school so- uh sepultura it's thrashing it's got some death metal influence dude, there's a lot of hardcore influence in a there lot too. of dive bombs <laughs> oh, yeah. six solos it's More a great bombs. great record uh, number that was number fourteen, Cavalier Conspiracy. Now this next band is a band that me and Ryan and Kevin we've played it a lot this year. Uh, honestly, this is one of the standout records to me for from this Stockholm year. from Stockholm, Sweden. Members of Necrophobic Entombed, Entombed AD, Unleashed, D Flesh, dude. This is like definitely a Swedish death metal supergroup. We we gotta we gotta keep this going. Also, uh, oh, these, these members <laughs> have also list. these members have also been in Dark Funeral, Satyricon, Six Feet Under, damn. Unleashed, Raised Fist, Dark Funeral, God Morbid. Damn, dude. I, it's, yeah, that's it's quite the rep. Every single member of this band, Six Feet Under. If you go on to uh, if you go on to Metal Archives, it, it's just like eight bands deep, and every single one of the bands is a huge freaking band. Necrophar. The, the thing that really. St- Ooh. Stuck out to me about this record. It's wait, we got to say who it is. 
Fire Spawn. The thing that really got me about this one is it's such a solid mix of black metal and death metal, yes. but without being one or the other. They really do a good job of blending the lines and not being not putting too heavily into right. one category or the other. And it's, it's diverse. Really... It's inc- like it's a band's band. It's like they're, it's like a musician's band. You can you can sit back and be like every time they play a new riff, you kind of go like, holy. It's, I got to like listen to that again. It, it's top-notch genre blending um, at its finest. So Fire Spawn, the name of the record is the Reprobate came back out. It came out in April, late April on Century Media. That's Fire Spawn. Seriously, uh, like an incredibly underrated list. When everybody posts their like favorite records of the year, I did not see this one on many people's lists or whatever. So maybe it's just not on your radar. Go check out Fire Spawn, uh, the Reprobate, number thirteen on our list. Number twelve is Arch Enemy coming back uh, after a couple <laughs> years with their new record. It is called Will to Power. They now have a killer lineup. Alyssa is uh, on vocals. This is their second record in the band, and now we got Jeff Loomis playing yeah. guitar. I, I don't believe he actually contributed anything to this record as no. far as writing. It was kind of a little bit of a controversy. Actually, he came out in some interviews earlier this year, and it was like, yeah, you know, Emmett, he didn't really want want me to write any songs but you can de- definitely tell like the Loomis signature on the solos and stuff but that's one of the things we were talking about last year when we heard about this record we were like dude I cannot wait to hear what Jeff you know writes for this band but you know if he would have written uh, some stuff for it I bet it would be a little higher on the list wow well wow one thing I will say about that Arch Enemy has a very, very specific sound. Mm-hmm. When an Arch Enemy song comes on, you know it's an Arch Enemy song. And that is mostly because Amat writes everything for that band. He is the sound of Arch Enemy. And Loomis, as much as he's an amazing songwriter and an amazing guitarist, he has yeah. a voice of his own. Right. You can tell when a Loomis riff comes in. Right. And, and I mean, I get the need for like consistency, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, it's okay to let your band, like, Go in a little bit in a different direction. No way. (laughs) Right. I'm kind of hoping that what will happen is after this album, after this tour cycle gets over and Loomis gets a little bit more used to the way that Arch Enemy is supposed to sound. Right. Then maybe he'll contribute a little bit more. He'll have, you know, Mott will trust him a little bit more with some of the songwriting duties. And we'll we'll see what happens with the next one. But it's like Kerry King not letting Gary Holt write any Slayer song. You know what I mean? I mean, I kind of get it. But at the same time, it's like, dude, I want to hear it. Yeah. I want it, man. It's not like you got a jabroni uh, to the right. It's you, yeah. you got one of the best guitar players ever. Anyways, going on to number <laughs> eleven, we have a band from the south. It's our dudes in Mastodon had a mammoth year, touring their asses off, uh, both supporting and headlining shows. Uh, they had a full length and an EP that put it was put out late twenty seventeen. But this is of course Mastodon put out the full length record Emperor of Sand. It's and awesome it's catchy and melodic at parts and then just heavy mastodon sound uh you know it's not all it's not the most heavy death metal stuff ever but it is good stuff and it continues on man that mastodon was, is evolving before us and that band has always been super super cool to our show like earlier this year troy sanders came in sat down with us at our old radio station before we moved sat and talked with us for a while we picked him up from the paramount down there walked over here mm-hmm. they, it's their fourth grammy nomination that they earned this year not only that, they also put out an EP towards the end of the year. This band is busy, dude. They are doing yeah. shit. They are doing stuff, and it's really cool to see them keep going. And like, I mean, they're they're they were already a big band. Another band that's doing really cool stuff with the evolution of their sound, but still keeping it heavy, still keeping it Mastodon. Totally. Number eleven, uh, yeah, Mastodon, Emperor of Sand. Number ten, well, bitch, it's <laughs> Bell Witch. <laughs> that's true. Mirror Reaper, eighty minute one song. It's. Wait. 
this there's a lot to say about this record. Late last year, Adrian Guerra passed away and didn't really any tell at least any of us. He kept it really super close. I saw this guy working at Sizzle Pie like four days before he died. He didn't tell anybody that he had a really serious life-threatening illness and just worked and did music until the end. And then one day we all just woke up and we were like, dude, where the fuck is Adrian? And so what happened is that uh, our buddy Dylan over at the High Line, you know, because they worked there together mm-hmm. forever. He uh, wrote this record. They put out this new record. Uh, they, uh, he and Adrian had split a short time before that. So Adrian wasn't in Bellwitch anymore. But this record, Mirror Reaper, is apparently... And feel free to elaborate, but I think it's a tribute record towards Adrian, right? Yeah, it it was. There were there were pieces. There were a lot of extra pieces of vocals that were recorded during that entire process that didn't necessarily make it onto the album. And so, Dylan, being the genius that he is at composition, uh, really did a good job of using some of those pieces towards the center of this particular bell, this current Bellwitch album. And so, there's Adrian is on. This new Bellwitch album, uh, okay, yeah. posthumously, right? And it's 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 kind of a uh, it's it. This is a I'm I'm having a really hard time finding uh, yeah. the words for this album. It I is it mean. is a dense dense piece of work, and it's ev- an experience. Everything yeah. about this record is it has a lot of depth to it. Even the album artwork they they ended oh, up dude. Wow. they ended up finding this um this second old, to none man this uh this old I believe he was a Polish artist and uh dylan decided all right well maybe we'll just get a hold of this guy's estate or something and see if we can use his art for our album cover turned out the guy was still alive and jumped at the chance to do a cover for them wow and so they agreed to it sent him the money and then dylan went what if this guy hasn't drawn in what like if, 30 yeah. years <laughs> he's like but no he's, he's like 90 years old one he, of the best album arts i've ever seen in my entire and life and he did it in two and a half weeks wow. jesus it's freaking impressive it's awesome so if you haven't Take some time. I think what the whole record is one song. It's yeah. about an hour and 20 minutes, yeah. I think. It's gorgeous. Sit down, put it on when you got a few minutes, maybe like a lazy Sunday or like, you know, when you need to have some chill Smoke time. a fat doobie. Have some introspection. It's really doomy. It's kind of sad. You know, it's like, you know, you know, you know what the f- bell witch sounds like. It's funeral doom. Exactly. So go check out that record, Mirror Reaper. Uh, we just cracked the top 10 of our top 30 yep. this year. Number nine was Code Orange Forever. It was the f- year of Code Orange yeah. breaking through to the mainstream. Oh, let me dude. let me name a few things they such a huge this year. way. They really kicked it off. Toured with Deftones, signed to Roadrunner Records. Uh, they were on WWE programming, uh, playing live for a wrestler's entrance. Uh, they toured with so many f***ing huge bands. Dude, they were on. They came to town probably like four times this year. Yeah, I saw them with Kill Switch, Engage, and Anthrax. They toured all over. They played all those huge radio rock festivals all across yep. the world. Uh, did all the like download festival. You were see if you follow them on Instagram or Facebook, they are seriously doing so much crazy. Shit, and they are totally deserving of it. They've been grinding since Dude, they were yeah, literally Code yeah. Orange kids, and they're super down to earth, real, real cool folks. And their music is interesting because it's it, it it blends like uh, it's some industrial stuff, hardcore, just some straight metal, some old metal, school yeah. like Sepultura sounding stuff. And they're just down to earth people. And uh, there's some new metal in there. It's totally <laughs> cool. Code Orange, man, forever killer record. And I couldn't be happier for them. Check it out. It's out on Roadrunner Records, and they're gonna be blowing the f- up in 2018 as well. So uh, this next one we had to. I mean, we can't just to peel back the fourth veil or whatever. The f- 
you call it. We had to choose. We were like, oh, we're going to do Municipal Waste or we're going to do Iron Reagan this year on this list. Because it's essentially the same band with like a a couple different members switched. Um, Municipal Waste took a break for a while. And so Iron Reagan started. And then when they picked it back up, they just started running along parallel on the same track, you know. But uh, Iron Reagan's crossover ministry coming in at number eight. One of my favorite records of the year. And we talk a lot about, like, there are some, what would you call it, neo-thrash? Now people this year have been calling it Little Caesars thrash, you know? <laughs> Kids that were born in 1996 that are like, man, I miss the fucking 80s yeah, with my hype. You know, you know what I'm talking about. But there are some bands that are super corny and suck ass at it. Iron Reagan and Municipal Waste, I think, in my opinion, especially Municipal Waste, but in this case, Iron Reagan, really brought that back to the forefront for a br- like a whole new generation of people to like start getting into that old school method of thrash. Well, the the important thing about both of those bands is they're playing fast thrash. Right. Like I see all these mi- it's like these, crossover these new mid tempo crossover ministry. All these new thrash bands playing mid-tempo thrash and it doesn't sound like thrash to me it doesn't feel like thrash thrash is supposed to be fast it's supposed to be in your face and both municipal waste and iron reagan do such an excellent job of that and i'm hoping that the next generation going to these shows will pick up on that pick the speed say okay if we're gonna play thrash we gotta be fast dude thrash for me i i I got into thrash first after punk because i was like dude this is just punk it's like metal punk you know and especially with the crossover ministry stuff literally being like a hardcore band and a punk band and a metal band all at the same time anytime you go to like an iron regard or municipal waste show you're gonna see some heads but they're all having a good time and they're all having a good time together so that record really really stands on its own two feet number eight iron reagan a crossover ministry check it out put it on a party and start a circle pit or something Remember, kids, no. don't take the punk out of thrash. <laughs> exactly. It sucks when you take the punk yeah, out of thrash. There's no fun, dude. You got to have the punk beats in there. Iron Reagan, crushing it. At number seven, their first nope. record yep. in yep. seven years. I forgot De- how to count. Decrepit Birth, Axis Mundi on Nuclear Blast, keeping it uh, weird, progressive, technical, uh, weird death metal stuff, man. The the Weed Wizard is back. Yeah, I mean, it's a little spacey. It's a little out there, but it's super technical. And they again, still keeping up that brutality, the the BPMs, those high tempos. Man, this record's really good. That uh, We were super stoked to hear that Decrepit Birth was coming back. So. From Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz down by the beach, boy. And let's talk about those covers that they have at the end of the record, too. Orion by Metallica, right. Desperate Cry by Sepultura, and Infecting the Crips by Suffocation. I love that Man, people, more bands need to bring that back, like the little bonus track or something at the end there. Well, that Crystal Mountain cover that they did on yeah. the last record was so freaking awesome. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I am, uh, I'm not the biggest cover fan unless it's done really well. And I, Decrepit yeah. Birth always does a killer job of covers, and they do such a good job of respecting the original material but adding their own little flair to it. Pretty sure they're still selling $175 vaporizers on tour. Also. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Decrepit Birth getting just stoned, boy. Number six from Little Rock, Arkansas, coming back with their first record in three years, Paul Bearer. Dude, that, uh, that typo cover they did this year was so good, too. That actually came out last year on oh. an EP called Fear and Fury, but their new record is called Heartless, and uh, it's, it's awesome. It's heavy, it's melodic, it's doomy, and uh, it's just a great listen. If you're in a bummer mood, don't put this on because you might slit your wrists. Yeah, dude, it'll take you down a dark path. Are you still chugging that ginger beer over there ginger boy ginger Chug beard ginger beer for the ginger beard yeah paul bear good record man it's like the bell witch you got to kind of like it's right time right place kind of record you know or it or just listen to it whenever you want but maybe it'll calm you down in traffic if you're driving stuck on i-5 or something oh. uh number this f- one won't no number five cannibal corpse dude they really chunked it up 
They chunked it up. Yeah, dude. Their first record in three years, too. Uh, the, from Buffalo, New York. Another New York band. Dude. I swear to Christ, like half this f***ing list of these bands are from New York. Something's going on over there in the water. But yeah, Cannibal Corpse, Red Before Black, super chunky, really, really good. Stepped it up. They came uh, back to town, played a sold-out show at Numo. It was actually recently. It was about yeah. a month ago. Month Gate and a half Creeper. Ago. Power trip. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, we might hear some from later. But yeah, uh, Cannibal Corpse really stepped it out. They stepped it up. When they were playing here, though, uh, Corpse Grinder was like having a sh- day. Dude. Yeah, he was tell. like, this f***ing day sucks. Yo, this day sucks ass. F- this day, but we're going to play some f***ing metal. And then he just proceeded to make fun of the crowd. It was awesome. For the whole show. But yeah, super fun. And it's it's good to see them uh, stepping up. I don't know what would you call Numo? Is like a mid mid size? That's like a mid size. It's yeah. still pretty big. It's no. It's not like the Showbox or Showbox Soda, which is even bigger. But it's bigger than like Elko or like Studio Seven. Or something right. Like that. Correct. Yeah. So I think that was like the right. It was a good environment for them totally. to play, and it was cool to see Cannibal Corpse picking up on some of those up and comers, like Gate Creeper, Power Trip. We were talking about. Uh, yep. uh, what was the band that we were talking about earlier? I forget. God damn it. Oh, Code Orange. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool to see some of the big bands that have been around for a while kind of uh, giving that step up to those bands. And maybe they'll end up opening. <laughs> maybe they'll end up opening for them someday. <laughs> we'll see. At number four, we have a band from Baltimore, Dying Fetus. Oh, Wrong one to f- with. <laughs> this, uh, this whole like a. Uh, Plan whatever they did was ridiculous and awesome from the start. Remember, and the I know pre-order package. Ryan got the pre-order and it came with the wrong one to f- with dying fetus flip out knife. <laughs> they forgot to send me the record. They just sent me a knife. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I got the record like a month later. Oh, so they're like, well, you know, just in case you need to stab a mother. Yeah, we're gonna piss you off by not sending you the record, but we're gonna give you a knife in the process. When when they played here, it was funny uh, on that on that tour. Uh, they they were selling bumper stickers. They didn't say "Dying Fetus" on them. It was a fucking huge bumper sticker that said "Wrong one to f- with." You like put that on the back of your car, it'll probably like reduce road rage incidents at least just a little bit, <laughs> or, or or ramp them up, you know. But we got to see them at uh, Summer Slaughter. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Dying Fetus, number four. Okay, so this next record, number three, uh, it's been a weird year for this band and this radio show because we've been getting a lot of pushback about this band. There's been a lot of, like, this is the one, like, almost overtly and, and like, explicitly political record on this list, right? Because not many bands did much of that this year. It's funny because, like, you know, we're not going to take sides right now, but when Trump got elected, I heard a lot of punks and hardcore kids and stuff being like, well, at least we're going to get a lot of good music out of it, you know? But this seems to be one of the only bands that really took on a lot of the stuff. And Ice-T and Body Count at number three with Bloodlust. The Black Lives Matter movement was real huge this year and, like, getting really involved with that kind of stuff. And, I mean, you know what I mean. There's they got a really song called No Lives Matter. Right, and so we'd play that song and the guy literally says, Stop playing that Black Lives Matter bullshit. Yeah, what the? And it's like, dude, dude it's, it's did you even, no lives matter? Yeah, did you even hear what he's saying? He's like, you know, a poor whites and the blacks. It doesn't matter. We're all on the same side. No lives matter. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. But like, this band really took on a lot of political. They're themes. triggering people. Yeah, exactly. And and they also like stuck with the body count style, like ski mask way. Yeah, maybe we're, we're gonna come and visit you. You know, it's like straight up. Fucking, it's like gangster metal. Yeah. And it's awesome. And the thing is, I was talking to Simon about this. I was like, do you guys think they actually wrote that record? I think they might have had some help because they really changed their sound. Either that or they sat down and like really worked on it. Ernie C, their guitar player, who's got been in riffs. Dude, dude, that guy is a 
fucking ripper, dude. And this this record is so heavy and so good and still happens to stay like, it's not funny, but it's like, you get a chuckle because it's fucking iced tea, yeah, you know, exactly. singing in a metal band. But they really like, they took off earlier this year when they played that studio version where they were covering Slayer, Raining yeah. Blood, and that's fucking rad. But the, the record is so good. I'm so, so stoked on this. It's probably, if not my favorite, one of my favorite records this year. I, I got to give it up to their bass player too because the guy plays basses with only three strings. <laughs> oh yeah, so he's, he's like, just not even f***ing around. He's like, why do I even need this? I don't even need that last one. He's like, I'm playing. I never play it. Playing punk and metal. I, I don't need that extra string. <laughs> so number three, Body Count, man. It's so, so good. Our top two records, I just realized, are both on Southern Lord Records. Nice. Yeah. Cool. What's up? That's yeah. Greg Greg down there at Southern yeah. Lord, right? Greg from Sun and yeah. from Brotherhood. Yeah, Brotherhood. Uh, Northwest Connection. Number two record, didn't expect this to be in the top ten. Didn't expect it to be, honestly, I didn't wasn't expecting much from the new Darkest Hour. Yeah. But Darkest Hour, dude, late in their career, they're coming out with a fucking hard edge. This is like the heaviest, most straightforward fucking audio assault Dude, the Darkest Hour has so, had in a long time. So good. They got pretty corny. They got pretty melodic. They got pretty cheesy for a while. This band, I, I was talking ripped it on Dude, this, this one. one i'm so so proud of this record it's called godless prophets and the migrant flora yes because for this band i've been a darkest hour fan since back when they were on victory records with our bortoni selling the beanie babies but yeah darkest hour for them for the last decade they've been doing this weird ass and we talked about this before it's like they'll put out a banging ass record they'll put out a record and then they'll put out a banging record record the last record they put out and i think what 2015 was terrible. I think we played it maybe once or twice right when it came out. Yeah. So, it, like you said, when this record was coming out, we were both kind of like looking at it kind of sideways, all skeptical and everything. But now, this record f***ing crushes. It's the most technical record they've ever done. It's the most heavy record they've ever done. It's got groove. The song, like the lyrics are perfect. John Henry, the singer of that band, is a madman on this record if you have not listened to the new darkest hour people might be getting pissed off because it's number two or whatever but the trajectory we played the hell out of this yes the trajectory that they had watching them go from like kind of like a mediocre effort where it almost felt like it wasn't even finished right now this record is phenomenal the the way that they've traveled on from there is just unbelievable and i'm super stoked super proud about this band they're from the dc area right down there yep. virginia is down there somewhere so darkest hour dude number two godless prophets and the migrant flora so before we get to number one, I would like to say something that we kind of talked about earlier. It's f***ing awesome to see some of these bands that have been on the list that have been putting in work, bands that were coming from punk and hardcore and underground scenes, mm -hmm. who did the van tours, who did all that hard work on their own, didn't necessarily have a big backer or label pushing them. They f***ing did the hard work. And in my opinion, 2017 is the year of bands f***ing finally breaking through through all of that stuff and seeing the, the product of their work. And that really like reflects in our number one pick this year, in my opinion. And number one, drum roll please. Nightmare Logic by Power Trip. So, so good. good. This, it's just f banger. What, what can we even bad. say? Ian, take it away. I mean, dude, it's, it's just, this is another one of those records. It's like the song up. In a, it's like that first Black Breath record. You turn that on and it's just like, dude, you if, if you do not bang your head to this, you are a corpse. This record is so good. It's got a lot, like I just read earlier today, somebody compared it as a, like a mix, a perfect mix of like Chromags and Exodus. Yes. Very, very crossover. I've seen this on almost every single person's top list this year. People that I, who didn't even know about this band before, this band is exploding power trip is taking 
over the world, dude. And they came here earlier with uh, Cannibal Corpse and Gate Creeper. I saw more people getting bucked to Power Trip than I did to Cannibal Corpse. Ooh. So they're really taking off. And it was really cool. Riley was his name, right? The yep. singer. To come up to the station with us, hang out with us, smoke a cigarette, and roll the blunt in the Fat back of my car. <laughs> right he there was on pretty the high. Yeah, it was funny, though. But uh, great, great dude. Power Trip, that number one record, Nightmare Logic. Um, this band, you're going to see this band do some things, man. Absolutely, man. They're going to be killing it. Yes. Best uh, best thing I've seen about this band, and this really made me laugh, Power Trip is going to save sweatpants metal. <laughs> it is I like true. It. They, and sketchy they have, mustache metal. They have that sludgy, fat guy in a swamp riff thing going on, and they do it so epically well. But they keep things fresh with all the thrash riffs. It's awesome. I mean, like I think this record is a real classy tip of the hat because they have some really blatant, like straight-up obituary rips. Oh, yeah. They got mm-hmm. some straight Cannibal Corpse rips. Some straight Chromag stuff, like that. Mo- the the breakdowns where you just like, oh, I give this about twenty seconds. I'm gonna punch a mother in the face, dude. And Riley, their singer, that guy knew his hardcore. Yeah. Oh, he like, knows. He they, knows they were a hardcore band for a long time. Oh, yeah. They still kind of are. They're definitely crossover. Nightmare Logic number one. That said, out of all this list, it's really impossible to please everyone with a list like this. There are a lot of bands that we didn't even put on here that are super super relevant to our show and that we played a lot. That just, we can't f***ing put every band in the world on a top 30 list, you know? And uh, one record that was gonna go on there, Sanctuary Inception, but right. technically it was not really re- recorded in 2017 as right. it's old songs that were, re- were released and remastered. So keep that in mind. Don't get butthurt that we didn't put Sanctuary on there. That's or a- any of your favorite. You're like, why isn't such and such random band number one in your list? It's like, dude, we made this list based mostly off what we played this year and what, how many requests we got for bands and stuff like that. So it's a literal reflection of our show, not just us like flexing nuts trying to like be cool to make our own list and yeah be cult and stuff like that so i mean if you follow me or you follow ryan on facebook you'll know that we have specific we have different lists some of the bands that i put on my my personal top 10 personal top 15 of the year aren't even on this list at all exactly. my favorite my favorite yeah. record of the year was caligula's horse we yeah. played that record one time exactly i'm not going to put that on that then right. i listen to that almost every day for the whole year it's not on our list because that's my personal top. Exactly. My, mine were tied between uh, Piss Vortex and Death Toll 80K. <laughs> Nobody of those are on here. That. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I mean, like, it's an eclectic mix, but we have to kind of try and just, who f***ing knows, man? This is a metal shop list. If you don't like it, make your own f***ing list and send it to us. Maybe you'll introduce us to something we didn't know. That's the whole point, in my opinion, of doing this in the f***ing first place. And uh, giving props to props to bands that came to town a lot, bands that worked really hard. And so, you know, we're pretty proud of this list. It's diverse. It's got a lot of different shit on it. And if there's something on this list that you hadn't heard before, check that shit out. There's a reason that it's on here. And go ahead and give us a share and a follow on the uh, cool graphics that we actually had made by our friend Dusty Peterson. He made us some uh, some really cool graphics for the top 30 that we posted over on our Instagram. So if you went through this really fast and you're like, man, I, w- I wonder what they were saying. What, what How was that spelled again? Just go ahead and follow Mere- on Instagram or Facebook, Metal Shop KISW, and you can see those graphics and share them because uh, Dusty Peterson's a badass. And uh, yeah, thanks, Dusty. He did rules. that super short notice. That rules. All right, guys. Well, we're going to be out of here. Uh, we'll see you again next year in 2018. We'll try and step it up a little bit with the podcast once the holidays calm down and all that. But uh, yeah, that's been the top uh, 30 of uh, Metal Shop 2017. Happy New Year. Do your job. Do your job. How hard can it be? We'll see you guys um, probably next week. Yeah! Later. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.